Hello, you're listening to the Stablecast, a podcast series where we talk about cars and probably some other stuff. Today we've got Dave and Phil and me, Tim. The first thing that we're talking about today is that Tesla can change so much with over-the-air updates that it's messing with some owners' heads. This is from TheVerge.com. Did you guys hear that when the Model 3 was going through testing, the Tesla Model 3, they said that the braking distance was that bad that they that the, the FCA said that they wouldn't approve the car as yeah. like legal on the roads. So Tesla issued an update to the car, an over there over the air update, and suddenly the car could brake well enough to pass. But this is kind of messing with people's heads because people think that like the acceleration on the cars aren't as good on the run up to bringing out like a performance model. So do you think that they should be able to change things like that over the air? Yeah, I mean, 100% it should be able to change. I mean, not only can they, you know, change things like the braking and the acceleration, which I can understand why users might think that's a bad thing in light of the, you know, if, you, if they're thinking of it from like an iPhone point of view, you know, slowing down the performance, so you need to, you know, get yourself a new one type thing. I can imagine people thinking that Tesla would possibly do that, you know, start, worsening the performance as it gets older in order to try and tempt people to you know buy a new one the plan, planned what's called planned obsolescence so that's um... yeah uh, but then there's so many upsides to that like you know they can not only with the performance they can i've heard they can upgrade you know features like the the uh, they enable the facility to have the auto lights and the auto wipers on a model i can't remember, i think it's the model less not so long ago so all of a sudden the drivers did an up, a software update and they had auto lights and auto wipers, so there's plenty of upsides to it. It's just a bit unusual, isn't it? It's like they're shipping a car that isn't ready with really basic limited features, but it has all of the hardware to do all of these things and then they ship it and then once the car's in the customer's hands, they're kind of they're making out like it's a really good thing that all of a sudden we're giving you like automatic wipers, but a lot of customers want that from the beginning. They don't want to have to wait. Well, I, I know I know a Tesla Model S owner, and she said to me, when, and this was like a year and a half ago maybe, uh, when she first got it, I said, she said, it's like a mobile phone. And that, and you look at it like that, you know, your mobile, you get updates periodically, and all of a sudden you get new features on it. So they're just doing, it's just the same, exactly the same thing. I wouldn't be surprised if these cars could do it from day one. It's just, it's the same with I like the iPhone in the early days. It probably could do all the things that it can do now. It's just Apple released them slowly so that A, the user could get used to them one step at a time. I think it, you could probably do it from day one and they're just releasing new, these new features to make people think, oh, they're giving us this for free. Yeah, what I think is quite weird is how can they improve a car's braking Surely braking is to do with like physical parts, like brake pads, all that sort of stuff, brake discs. I understand how you could improve a car's acceleration, especially an electric car, because it's just more power than battery. I would imagine it's down to the fact that, again, just like you said with the acceleration, it's all about the power input to those hardware parts. Yeah. Like it's if it's if it's all down to grip. At the end of the day, then they could just put more power into it to forcefully push in. Posted just a few weeks ago on Tesla's own official forum, someone said, did Tesla just slow down our cars? And uh, in the thread, it basically has a guy who feels like his Model 3 
doesn't quite accelerate as much as it did when he first got it. And he said that as soon as you accelerate now, it doesn't throw you into the seat like it used to. And this is just before Tesla announced the performance model mm. of the Tesla Model 3. So people think that it's almost like you, you feel like your car's that slow that you might want to go and upgrade to the performance model. I'd be surprised if people haven't started to dig in to the code because I do know when Apple updates your phones, you have a lot of people digging in the code to see what new lines they've put in, you know, to see if there's going to be like face recognition or thumbprint sensor. All those things have usually been leaked because of the code. Um, so I'm surprised if people haven't started doing the same with Tesla. A lot of this can be in the customer's head as well. Yeah. They, they see a faster model come out and suddenly they think that their car's slower. Well, that guy there, I mean, could it be a case he's just used to how the car drives now? I don't think Tesla would slow down a car because they pride themselves in making their cars yeah. faster than all the rest. I'd be surprised if they, you know, if they are doing that. I mean, you can see it on like potentially the battery, you know, for this iPhone Apple did just lessening the performance of the battery a little bit. They do have a good reason why they do that. I'm, not, I'm only saying this because I'm an iPhone user, but the, the reason why they the lessen the performance of the phone is to is because the battery degrades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. What they say is, if they want, if you want your phone to perform at one hundred percent for the whole of its life, the battery life won't be as good as day one. Another thing that um, Elon Musk said the other day was that they were working on a Mad Max mode, and that's that basically when it when the car changes lanes, there's like a setting to say give a lot of distance between each car when you change lanes or don't give that much distance so it's a little bit more aggressive in its lane changes but apparently the Mad Max mode will be like literally like just like crazy close to the cars like I don't get why you would build that into it (laughs) why why would you why would you want that yeah I don't know but I think it was more a case of like if you can do it if you would do it because you wanted to just like get out of like a, a spot where you're stuck and you want to start accelerating again the the driver could do it themselves so why can't the car yeah, trying to trying to make the car more human like in its behaviour. I don't know whether that's the right way to do it or not. They're testing this on the Tesla Semi as well. So like a huge like eighteen wheeler doing the uh, the Mad Max mode is a bit weird. Well, that's what a lot of drivers do anyway, so yeah. maybe yeah. that's just, you know, yeah. standard. Volkswagen is considering bringing back the Beetle as an all electric car. Were you sad when the Beetle stopped production? I know my wife was. She's a big fan of the Beetle. She's she has one or had oh, one. Oh no, she had one. Had yeah, one. and she always there was a previous gen one, and she she always liked the newest model. Was she sad when they stopped production of like this the the, the modern version? Yeah, 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 she? yeah. She really liked the newest one. Did yeah. she? Oh, she basically got a pink one, didn't she? Yeah, that was it. Was still like an older one, like a fifty six plate, two thousand and six. It's basically just a Golf. I know some people don't like them, but it's basically a Golf, isn't it? It's an iconic shape. That's the reason yeah. why people buy them, really, isn't it? Yeah. I I couldn't have been happier when they stopped production. I didn't like it. I, I've driven one for a while. I've gone for three months, I think. I really didn't like it. It's not the best yeah. drive. It's quite bouncy, quite quite floaty, yeah, I found. Yeah, just in the boot space with rubbish. It's just, just not a particularly good car. So not only were you not disappointed, you were actually happy when they stopped production of it. I think, oh yeah, I was. So you're disappointed now that they're bringing it back. I'm potentially, sad. Today's a like sad day if they do it. It depends what they do, you know. If, you know, listen, if they um, 
It depends what they do to it. I mean, if, if, you know, if they get it, try and get a lot closer back to the original, then that, that potentially is a good thing. If, if they're just doing a bit of a facelift on the most recent version, then I don't, I'm, you know, I don't think it would sell particularly well again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I won't be uh, wanting to drive one anytime soon. I think the thing that I'm most excited about for the Beetle coming back as an all-electric car isn't the Beetle at all. It's the fact that there's a potential that they could bring back the Sirocco as an all-electric car. Because yeah. I thought that was a really nice car, the nice shape and everything. Sirocco was a, was a great car, to be fair. I'm, I'm, I am surprised they, you know, they have stopped production of that without, well, you know, and not immediately gone into a, a new version of it. It seems strange, really, because it was, it was a popular car. I'm sure they've got something in the pipeline for it. The, the rumours were that they were going to bring back the Sirocco as an all-electric car. I think they're just announcing, or it's not them announcing the Beetle coming as an all-electric car, but when the rumour mill starts going, it's usually a, a sign that something's going to happen. And I have a feeling that they're going to announce the Beetle first, and then the Sirocco as an all-electric car, because if they did the Sirocco and then announce the Beetle, I think that people would be like, well, Oh, I think the Sirocco news would be overshadowed by the Beetle being the iconic yeah. car shape for VW. So is that only coming back as an electric car? Is that what the, the rumours are? That's the rumour, yeah. That's interesting. I like that, that idea, yeah. Because they've got VW, you've got the ID range, haven't they now? They're all concepts at the moment, but they've got like the little one that looks like a Golf. That's, the, that's just called the ID. And then they've got the ID Buzz, which is the VW camper van style one and then there's the cross which was just kind of like a little suv style one yeah yeah that that id range is painfully slow that has been talked about for so long and they've been at all the motor shows with the concept cars yeah for i don't know how many years what i don't understand what is taking so long i find those cars really frustrating when we see them at the motor shows because they are just million miles away from what is physically possible with cars today it's like all the interior will be like a really weird suede shag pile carpet and then the seats will be like back to front with no <laughs> steering wheel and then the tyres will be completely like 24 inch massive no like, rubber on them yeah no rubber like bright complete, blue complete metal no tyre and it's just like this isn't production ready and I think they do that on purpose I don't, I don't. I have no problem with them doing that, bringing out these concepts, because ultimately, at some point, they lead to the next generation of, of cars. But that ID range has been—they've been doing that for years, and it's just got no. It seems to be getting no closer. So actually, become getting into production. I think the idea behind them is they're, they're all concepts, but they've said that the first ID model will go into produ- production in twenty twenty. So we're only one model year away now. Would you consider an electric car for your next car? Definitely. If it was as good a value as good old fashioned petrol. Dave, would you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. If, even if it was more expensive? Um, no, not if it's more expensive. Because they are more expensive at the minute. At the minute, yeah. And that, that's the problem. We spoke about that in some of the... Um, the YouTube videos we've done when we've had like the GTE. The problem with yeah, they've got with electric cars at the minute is that they are a lot more expensive and it doesn't it doesn't outweigh having a petrol or diesel 
you know, by the savings you have on car tax and fuel bills and stuff like that. But when you add all that up, it's still going to be cheaper than getting an electric car. So until that narrows down, a lot of people won't be adopting electric. Yeah, electric cars are definitely still seen as a premium car. And I think now that Tesla have got the Model 3 out, I think that other car manufacturers are trying to rush rush to the finish line with a like, semi-premium car. So like an SUV around the £35,000-£45,000 range. Because then when Tesla announces the next car that could be even cheaper than the Model 3, then... You know they're, they're going to be panicking then so i think they're just trying to hurry it up as quickly as they can see what i want is i don't want to be driving around in a car that when people see it they say oh that's one of those fancy electric cars i just want an a4 estate avant that's electric it doesn't look any different no. it's just got an electric powertrain yeah i think with like because we said a minute ago because they are more expensive now people are going to pay effectively a premium to drive an electric car do you think those people actually want to be in a car, people go ah, that's that, that's an electric car. That's something a bit, yeah. Because they're paying it. Would you want to pay a premium for an Audi A4 and it be electric and nobody know? No, I'd want a big badge. Say, <laughs> so look at me, look at me. I'm saving the yeah. old grandkids. Yeah, you're welcome. Bow down to me. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Stable Cast by Stable Vehicle Contracts, specialists in Audi and VW leasing since 2009. You can find us on Instagram at Stable Lease and on Facebook at Stable Vehicle Contracts. Thanks for listening.